Very happy to have Marion Dubois from Passerelle uh, in the studio with me right now. Passerelle is a company that offers legal advice and assistance to asylum seekers. Good morning, Marion. Morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show to talk to us today. Um, could you tell us more specifically about uh, the work that Passerelle does? Mm-hmm. So Passerelle was funded back in 2016 um, by two women who were volunteering by the Red Cross. And basically, it started as a social project to create um, interaction and social link between asylum seekers and people living in Luxembourg. And because the team of volunteers all had a legal background and because, you know, chatting with the beneficiaries, they were welcoming. They noticed like gap in the understanding of the procedure and maybe some problems at some part of the procedure. So they put in place like a legal unit point where people could come to our office and ask questions about their procedure and if they had like a, a negative decision, how they could uh, appeal against it, etc. So the main part of the job is now meeting people in the office to un- explain the procedure and answer their questions. If the questions cannot be um, answered directly, we then um, give them to our, we have a team of volunteers who are all uh, legal professionals, so either we're lawyers or um, uh, law professors or students, Uh, and they do the research, which we then then sometimes bring back to the lawyer of the person. Or if the question was a bit broader and concerned more people, then we would we will publish it online either way through a legal newsletter or through reports sometimes. And the fact that we are on the ground and noticing the daily um, procedure of asylum seekers, we're also able to notice when something's wrong, not, ju- not just for one person, but f- like a general problem which we can is very useful for ad- advocacy work uh, and then discussing with the authorities and trying to resolve the matter. And what are the um, the main kind of issues that asylum seekers come to you looking for help with? We meet many people who are in a Dublin procedure, meaning Luxembourg. They came to Luxembourg to ask asylum and then Luxembourg said, I am not the competent state to analyze why you left your country of origin because there is a Dublin regulation in the European level which says there's only one country where you should go and ask asylum and set out criteria. So those people, they come to Luxembourg and Luxembourg answers them, we're not going to look at your application because you should be asking somewhere else. Uh, most of the time you should be asking in the country, the first country where you entered Europe. Um, so they come to us and they say, how can I break this decision? How can I stay in Luxembourg? Um, people also who had the refugee status elsewhere mainly in Greece, and they left the country because the living conditions were very difficult. Um, and they come to Luxembourg, and Luxembourg says, you cannot apply one more time for asylum because you've already been granted the title elsewhere in Europe. And they come and say, how can I appeal against this? And also many people who come uh, because they are trying to do family reunification and they want to ask what documents they need or how come I cannot bring my parents, for instance. So those are the main um, procedures we're following, and we have topics of interest which we work on at the moment which are the rights of the child because we can see some riches in the procedures in Luxembourg and also rights of um, women who face gender-based violence and who ask asylum on that ground. Okay um, you just mentioned there this Dublin procedure so these people that are, are in that situation where they've been told that um, they need to uh, apply for asylum in a different country or they can't apply for asylum again uh, whilst they're in Luxembourg are they kind of stuck in a, in a in a kind of limbo where they can't get assistance from the state and uh, you know or d- what happens to those people are they sent back to those countries where they have to apply yeah or for the Dublin procedure well the um, 
EU regulation says that they are asylum seekers as anyone, any other asylum seekers, so they have the same rights. They should mm-hmm. have the same rights. But yes, what we noticed is people are waiting um, for a long time before being sent back. And in that period of time, nothing much happens for them. But they have access to legal assistance through lawyers. And when they can come to us, we can redirect them through a lawyer who who will be with them through the procedure. But um, yes, they're just waiting for Luxembourg to send them back. And sometimes it takes months. And during that time, nothing much happens. They are um, under house arrest for most of them uh, near the airport in Findel. And this just this image for them being near to the airports, like they don't want us there. They just want to send us back as soon as they can. But this, as soon as they can, can last four to five months before actually the transfer happens. And it's sometimes for them seen as a waste of time. Um, and how, how big is the team working at Passerelle? How many uh, staff do you have? We used to be three full-time employees and one part-time uh, translator before June. And then we uh, communicated in the early summer that we were facing financial difficulties because we're not funded by the state. Uh, we used to be funded by the Oeuvre, National Grand Duchesse Charlotte, and this funding stopped. But we knew it was going to stop, so it was not a surprise to us. But... Um, we were running low on, on money and we launched a um, funding campaign which worked very well thanks to donations from private people and companies we were able to keep one employee so sadly one left in the summer my colleague Ambre will be leaving next week and I will be the only employee working full time and like we will readjust our work so as I said we were meeting many people uh, since the summer, we had to stop meeting them every day. Uh, we only meet people during one afternoon per week, and we don't meet new cases at the moment, only people we were already following. So it's a shame. Um, there's there's a lack, and hopefully uh, we will be able to have new employees soon to fill this gap and meet again people. But that's why also working with volunteers is very important for us. And um, you're currently looking for volunteers to... Um, to help and join the organization, is that right? Yes, we are. At the moment, we have so we have a unit of volunteers called Pink Paper. That's the name of the document. Asylum seekers have to prove that they are asylum seekers in Luxembourg. Um, at the moment, we have around thirty people in that uh, in that team, while a bit less being like, fully involved. And we call on them very regularly uh, to support us more on the legal research. So we're looking for volunteers with a legal background, either way, students or lawyer, professors, or people working in like um, big companies. Uh, but if they're not a lawyer and they're still interested in the matter and they want to get involved with refugees, they can, uh, of course, also come to us. Okay. Um, and what kind of... Um What kind of duties would a volunteer um, that's newly joined the organization be carrying out? There's many things to be done. Um, If we look more on the legal point, uh, for instance, we would have the individual legal research, like for a specific case. Uh, So it involves maybe coming to the appointment if if they have the time and listen to the person and then do the research and then send them to the lawyer. Uh, That's one part. And for the more broader part of the legal research which we like to publish to anyone online it would involve like doing a bit of legal watch what's been going on in jurisdiction in the eu level or in luxembourg or in other eu countries which will be relevant for luxembourg and then you know read them do a resume publish them online um and if someone has more time and has a particular interest area of interest i'm thinking again um rights of the child and one want to write about the practice in Luxembourg, then it can also be something like this. 
Um, and even they don't have a legal background, but they're still willing to uh, get involved and they have, I don't know, like skills in communication and social medias. Um, it's also something that we're looking for. Um, yes. Okay, so um, right now would be a good time if anyone's listening and they and they feel like they could contribute or help in some way um, to get in touch with you guys. How yeah. uh, how can they do that? The easiest way is to go to our website, so three w So it's p a s e r e l no e at the end. So three w We have all of our contact details over there, and there's also a bit more of a description what we do and what the volunteers do with us. Well, it's obviously very important work that you're doing. Um, and it sounds to me like the demand is probably higher than you can manage, you know, with the funding that you have and with the size of the team that you have. In an ideal world, you know, I'm sure that the organization would be a lot bigger and more and better funded. Um, so um, if anyone can, can, can help you guys, uh, either by volunteering or donating, are you still taking donations? From, yes, yeah. all year long, yes. Okay. Again, every info on our website. Okay, www.passerelle.lu. Yes. Uh, thanks so much for coming in to talk to me uh, today. And best of luck uh, with the search for volunteers. Thanks a lot.